three cats that live here so right. here before i murdered them <laughs> hi i'm jude the one who will defeat the evil dead with my sick chainsaw arm and hi i'm kate uh the one who definitely would be the one who says let's not split up during the scary movie and this is friends with these hobbies a podcast where we try a new hobby each week absolutely jude it is spooky week and um, we are recording this on thursday so halloween is two days away but this will come out on Halloween. How are you feeling? Are you excited? Are you ready? I mean, I am super excited. I'm working Halloween, which I did not plan, but I am still deeply thrilled to seance with the moon, sacrifice a goat, uh, and just generally get down with the, you know, the evil world around us. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What are you up to? Uh, I'm excited. Uh, Halloween is my very favorite holiday, but of course this year, even though it's on a Saturday, which is the holy grail of Halloween's. Unfortunately, so pandemic is still raging like crazy here in British Columbia. So we are hanging out with our next door neighbors slash friends and we're wearing costumes and writing uh, and watching scary movies and having some adult beverages. So oh my God. Can you please get your life together? I honestly I yes, please. I wish I could get that motivation to get my life together. But I'm just so fun in my sweatsuit that like this going to stay fat and sassy forever. All right. Well, since we don't have video or anything for anyone, Jude is wearing a, like, what do you call this? Bleach tie-dye? This, yeah, this is like, uh, yeah, this is bleached tie-dye. It's, like it's we not, should... well, no, it's bleached because there's no color in it. It's just like a black jumpsuit that I paid extra money for them to cut off the bottom half of the sweater and then dip it in some bleach. I feel like um, we'll post this on the Instagram story because I feel like it is amazing. See. I'm living. I'm really trying to reach out with my weird plus size queer fashion. And so far, I got this outfit from Pretty Little Things, which is like an on-time real, online real, real, real. They sell clothes. Retailer? And, no, not at this point. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I know I absolutely love the stuff that I got. So I got this and then I got a pair of the most hideous jeans. Oh, I'm living for it. I wish every day was Halloween because I like dressing like a, like a, like a GD clown. And as someone who's afraid of clowns, I hate that. But great, happy you're happy. I'm wearing my skull scarf in celebration. I did see that. Very festive. Very festive. I also just came from our most of our extended family lives in the same city I do, and so we had a socially distant jack o' lantern competition where we're all outside at our grandfather's house, pull pumpkins out, and he got to judge the scariest the homeliest, and the mm. funniest, um, which I won none of, but. Aw, yours was so cute, though. Yes, I did a little Frankenstein. I loved him very much. Anyway, speaking of other scary things, a new Supreme Court judge was <laughs> voted into the Supreme Court. Um, in the States. In the States, right. We're not there. Our politics are wild, but uh, 
not that wild. Yeah, Actually, just, congratulations. Well, I don't know if it's congratulations for you, but yeah, NDP won in BC. Um, so I was going to say, before we get into the American politics, we'll just, yeah. last week we did quick, or we did mention the BC election, which mm-hmm. um, has now concluded. The NDP government, which was a minority government before, is now a majority government. And I'm very yeah. happy with the NDP yet again, so. Yeah, I, I love the NDP. But I'm also in an NDP stronghold, so I was so... Also, as a side note, it is bizarre looking at American voting versus Canadian voting. Like, I don't know about you. Uh, I didn't wait in line. No. <laughs> I literally showed up um, with my voter card that had my previous name change. I showed them my, like, certificate of name change. Like, there's no issues. I think I was done in, like, five minutes. It is so easy to vote here, and we're so lucky for that. Um, Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, to flip back to the American election, which is less than a week away now yes i know it's so scary i'm gonna November drink so much th- what day is it november 3rd november 3rd so yeah which is frustrating because are... i sorry go ahead i literally booked the fifth and the sixth off because the fifth is my three-year top surgery anniversary Yay! props to me no more titties forever but i like i'm like man i'm gonna be so hungover on the fourth when i show up to work like sorry that's my last day and i need to get everything done but yesterday america either got it, it well, stuffed together or fell apart well, I meant to book the next year off and I didn't, but I'm working with my like best friend at work. So we'll be there. And we're in it together uh, on this one. So that, that'll probably actually be very cathartic to be there with her. Yeah. But um, shout out to Catherine if you're listening. Shout out. Yeah. So it it's a little stressful. And then to think about, but also just, just quickly start about what you were saying before. Yes. Mm. Judge. Amy. The new Supreme Court judge, Amy, whatever her name is. Terrible human. Yeah. Um, we obviously don't love. Yeah. I mean. Her anything really how could they possibly think that replacing the notorious rbg with a judge who hasn't even worked who's worked what for two years as a judge period and has been mostly a teacher for the last 17 and like has a bunch of shady stuff in her background like the weird like christian handmaid and stuff weird vibes i mean also no matter what we obviously aren't fans but even yeah. if you Taking that out of the equation, mm. never before have they elected a Supreme Court judge so close to an, an election. Yeah. And it just seems like it obviously is very shady and um, not a big fan. So yeah. that's really unfortunate. Um, so our like, thoughts go to everyone in the States because it's kind of a scary, scary time for sure. That's fair. A big shout out to America for being uh, the scariest neighbor on Halloween. Yes. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So speaking of Jude, what are we doing this week? So this week we're doing some spooky baking. I'm sorry, yes. spooky baking. Yes, we're mixing up a little bit and doing something that's not maybe a specific hobby, but you know, yeah, it's our progress. You know, we want. Yeah, we were looking at like what to do for Halloween, and I am really, I like, I am super nostalgic for like we're super we're home with Halloween, right? Anyways, and so I was really nostalgic for some of those like fun home activities so I thought so we thought that spooky baking would be awesome and I always loved it because this was like they're always pretty simple recipes and they just have like little bits to them that make the next like they're very visually appealing and also super tasty or at least mine were I don't know how yours were yes absolutely but um first off let's talk about how much we love Halloween because it is the best holiday to ever exist you can dress up as whatever you want you get to drink amazing novelty beverages sorry i'm drinking a, a sour creamsicle beer Ooh, girl and it is it is good but it is like it's a little puckering anyways amazing novelty beers like a sour like a sour orange dreamsicle dessert 
And you can force your roommates to watch all the terrible horror movies you want to watch that you normally can't because for some reason they don't like horror movies and they think that they're boring and cheaply made and sexist. Anyways. Uh, Husbands are also a type of roommate, so yeah, I agree. And yeah, I'm extra saddened that this year is COVID Halloween because as Caitlin mentioned, it's on a Saturday. Also, it is on a blue moon. Yeah, it literally means, like the phrase once in a blue moon comes from the blue moon. It's like super rare because it's basically like a second moon occurring within the month. And it is a sign of cronehood in women. So congratulations, Caitlin. You have a moon to celebrate your uh, ever on approaching years. Oh, that kind of crone. Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, I like this year, I actually got some level of Halloween costume together. I made a, an Orville Peck mask. And, uh, yeah, and, and I can't go to a club. But I found a couple of different things that you could do for Halloween, um, besides obviously our awesome beach hobby on today, tonight. There is a Man Up, which is a drag show in Vancouver. They're doing a virtual drag show called Virus. And it is through the queerbasemedia.com, which is like a queer group of people that have like probably drag queens and stuff, putting on shows, performing, and trying to make sure that everybody can work even during these COVID times. And it's an awesome show. It's like, it has Pony Boy in it. And I don't even know how to describe to you how much I love this drag performer. Um, and also, Rose, like, it has a couple of the best. So it's on at 8.30, October 31st. Look it up. Queerbase Media. It'd be awesome. There's Spooky Film Fest at the Rio Theaters. I went to one yesterday, um, and I saw The Fly, which was amazing. They do have a lot of COVID uh, policies in place. You're very much divided from other people who are going there. They're in Vancouver, obviously. They're showing, I think, Hocus Pocus and some other amazing. Like, they're doing all the Halloween classics. And then this one I found, I was super excited for, and then I immediately got like, eh. But uh, All Souls at the Mountain View Cemetery is happening online. However, they are super respectful to dead people, which is awesome for them, but it means that they're having a mourner's afternoon tea uh, on the 31st, which if you want to do that and be like extra goth and put on your Victorian petticoats and sit in front of a Zoom call, that's a rad thing. I was kind of hoping that it was going to be like, we're going to, you know, dig up some graves at midnight, but I guess I'll just have to do that on my own. Apparently. I just wanted to throw two quick other things that I know about going on in the Okanagan. Full disclosure, I do also work for the this company called um, Unicorns.Live, which does a lot of live streaming stuff. And there are mm-hmm. two online Halloween-themed shows available for streaming. One is called A Sip with Sparkle, Halloween Hairraiser. Um, so it's dra- uh, Sparkle is one of our drag queens here in the Okanagan. Love Sparkle. Um, she's great. She's also she's the Okanagan's cocktail queen. Um, so she did a show, I believe it was last week, uh, a week and a half ago, that was live, where she made two cocktails um, and, you know, had some fun but both that episode is available so you can make those cocktails one is called the witch's brew which involves edible glitter which is very exciting and the other one was a pumpkin pie whiskey sour um and i've tried oh. them both and it was freaking delicious my friend oh that whiskey sour makes me excited okay it's so good uh, and the other one is there was also a queer reads there are three spooky lesbian halloween tales read aloud so two options again if you're if you're staying home and you were looking for some things to do either with your safety bubble or with your household there are uh, lots of options online so although it is a little bit of a bummer that halloween is quote-unquote canceled there are still things you can do that are fun and exciting and, and safe yeah like get drunk in your house and watch a dry queen sparkle absolutely yeah sparkle she lights up a room she sure does. Hey. All right. Tell us where Halloween came from. 
Perfect. So normally we do the history of the hobby, but this week I decided to just talk a little bit about the history of Halloween. Um, as I mentioned at the top, Halloween is my very favorite quote unquote holiday. I know it's not technically a holiday, but how dare you? It's a real holiday. It's a real holiday to us. I think it's always one of my very favorites growing up. Our mom would actually sew us our Halloween costumes. So I grew up with a very high expectation for costume quality and have been woefully disappointed by stores since then. But oh, girl, I shoved myself into that vampire, like, bride gown that she made you so many times. I st- like, that thing wouldn't close, and I'd just be like, get, like, like, a sausage vampire. When I was in grade seven, which was basically 100 years ago, my mom, our mom sewed me this gown. It was, like, had these, it was black, had these big, like, long sleeves, and it had this red satin, like, kind of in the middle, and it had, like, a lace-up front and back, and it was very, very cool. I wore it, I think, four years in a row. You wore it, our next door neighbor wore it, and I actually yeah. still have it. And because it laces up, I can still fit in it. So oh, I do it wearing it this year, um, but I'm going to reuse my tutu from for my 30th birthday party that I made because um, it's big black and poofy and it's fun. But yeah, no, that that vampire dress was was great. I'm sorry, um, so are you going to be the swan queen for Halloween this year? No, I'm going to be the queen of Halloween. Oh, okay, that also so works. But I you, could, a, you could be a swan queen. I, I thought about it. The tutu that I made will I feel like come into play for a long time. I have a big box of costumes that we've pulled out of, but I also have friends who are like, I have no costume and I bring them the box and they just go through it and find some pieces. So it's kind of like an adult version of like a dress up trunk. So I think the tutu will go in there after this Halloween and and be an option. So anyway, getting to Halloween itself, Halloween or Halloween, which is a contraction of All Hallows Evening, which is also known as All Hallows Eve or All Saints Eve, is a celebration observed in many countries on the 31st of October, the eve of the Western Christian Feast of All Hallows Day. Today's Halloween costumes are thought to be influenced by folk customs and beliefs from the Celtic-speaking countries, some of which are believed to have pagan roots. Uh, when historian Nicholas Rogers explored the origins of Halloweens, he noted that while some focus have detected the origins in the Roman feast of Pomona, the goddess of fruits and seeds, or in the festival of the dead, it is more typically linked to the Celtic festival of Samhain, which is spelled Samhain, which comes from the old Irish for summer's end. I was just deeply appalled by the fact that you said it might have Christian roots, like... I deeply appalled. Got their, their dirty hands and everything. I know, it's obviously a, a pagan-rooted thing. Come on. Come on. Everything, everything Christian is rooted in paganism. Christianity anyway. is the English language of religions. Snaps. Samhain was the first and most important of the four quarter days in the medieval Gaelic or Gallic calendar and was celebrated on the 31st of October to the 1st of November in Ireland, Scotland, and the Isle of Man. Samhain marked the end of harvest season and the beginning of the winter or the darker half of the year. From at least the 16th century, the festival inclu- included guising, which involves going from house to house in costume or in disguise, usually reciting verses or songs in exchange for food. So when we were eight and 10, I believe you mentioned before, we lived in Scotland for a year and guising is what they call trick-or-treating there. So you wear a costume and you don't go up to the door and say trick-or-treat, you have to go to the costume and say a joke, a riddle or a rhyme. Uh, and then to get money in exchange or money or, or treats. We both got both. Yeah. Because- just to be clear too. It's not like you go to someone's door, you say a riddle, they give you one piece of candy and you leave. You go into their home. You like go in, your parents get scotch, you say your little treat and then you get like a bag of stuff. Like it's money. There's always peanuts in it, which our dad loved and we did not enjoy. 
But like, and this is a this is the place where you get homemade candy, and it's okay because there are no psychopaths because there are only five hundred people in the town, and they yes. know that they find you, <laughs> and you go to I six mean, houses. Like we did, like literally go into a house and bob for apples and get homemade candies and do all these sorts of things. So particularly for us, being from a like we grew up in the Vancouver area where you wouldn't be doing any of those things, it was a really cool cool experience. But you ought to work for it. Which I love. Um, I do too. It made the whole experience very cool. Uh, So today, Halloween activities include trick-or-treating or or the related guising, attending Halloween costume parties, carving pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns, lighting bonfires, apple bobbing, divination games, hard pass, playing pranks. You don't want to do div- no, let's do divination game. We should- Okay, Professor Trelawney, calm down. Visiting haunted attractions, telling scary stories, as well as watching horror films. Yeah, that's sort of a very, very, very brief- history of halloween and um it's it's sort of existence today in our uh, in our culture so jude time for your favorite piece blackjack so this is where we talk about how we thought we were going in spooky baking and like we're gonna talk about how we how we did it um what our initial thoughts were and what our experience level was going in i have mentioned multiple times that i'm not great at uh the food art so I went in here with the joy of a child, which I think really helped me because these are like super fun, nostalgia-based things. Like they're super easy to do, or at least mine were. I'm sure you can go wild. We all love Christy McConnell's curiosities, but I don't have time to carve a hunk of white chocolate into a bone. So mm-hmm. I picked stuff that I knew that I would enjoy doing, that I thought I would like eating. I'd pick some stuff from my past that I really in- I knew I liked um, that were simple. I had a blast doing this. It looked like, and like even any failures that I had were so fun to do. And my experience level was beyond basic, like just just underground for knowing how to do stuff. I I did a recipe that I've always seen and had never actually done before, at least not that I remember. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I went in same thing, just excited to try it out. Um, I am a little, I guess, of the two of us, I bake a little, probably a little bit more than you do, but I'm not the artsy one. And this one did involve some sort of scul- level of sculpture, so. It was a little challenging, but I was excited and I went in, I made a, a sugar cookie type creation and I've made sugar cookies almost every Christmas. So I would say my experience level was like mid-range. You. Uh, so do you want to talk about what you made before we yeah, get Yeah, so okay, our- I am an absolute sugar fiend. So I have literally crushed through uh, a bag and a half of rockets already in October and a box nice. of Halloween candy. So I am a little bit sugared out. So what I really wanted to do was something more savory, and I found a couple of really cute recipes, and then I added a couple of my favorite like Halloweeny cocktail um, recipes as well because they're also super easy to do, and I like to get crunk. So, <laughs> so I did. Um, okay, I did jalapeno poppers that were ghosts with bacon. So all of the things that I saw. Um, like the recipes I saw were all these like mommy jalapeno poppers where you put pastry over it and I was like not really digging that pastry vibe and so my work sends out like kind of like they call them monthly medi- or weekly Monday meditations so they'll send out a list of like things to do to like not go crazy while you're stuck at home which big props and one of them was all these like a list of all these different recipes for that are like nostalgia Halloween-y things and I was like perfect it's like work read my mind and knew that I didn't want to try this hard so they gave me these ghost jalapeno poppers that instead of like mummies with pastries, which is hashtag problematic, they're just wrapped with bacon. So literally, and I like 
the recipe was like buck wild because it was like, and at the end, put chocolate chip cookies as the eyes. And I was like, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. It is literally cream cheese, Tex-Mex shredded cheese, jalapenos, and like bacon. Why on earth would you put chocolate in there? So I used olives. That's heinous, yeah. It's heinous. So like I did the little black olives um, that you get like in a can. I was really judged my house who are very into artisanal olives, but they're super fun to make. That was super rad. They tasted delicious. I mean, they're like cheese stuffed into like spicy things. Like what is not to love? Like super, super basic. A brick of plain cube cheese, a cup of that Tex-Mex shredded cheese, eight jalapenos cut in half, eight pieces of bacon cut in half, salt, pepper, olives, throw it in the oven for like 18 minutes, pull it out. It's now like gooey, <laughs> the bacony, like it is so I ate so many of them and I was like, that was like, I'm like, it's, it's peppers. It's not that much. And I was like, that is eight pieces of bacon, girl. I also made spider pizzas, which were definitely more of like an artsy project. I would say basically they're like, take a mini frozen pizza. I think they wanted me to get bagel bites, but I, I actually hate bagel bites. I think they're disgusting tasting. Well, that's like a holdout from our childhood. So it's fine. That's fair. Uh, so instead I just got like mini pizzas, which were still like pretty big, but then you just like <laughs> slice up olives and organize them into a spider shape. And it looks super cute. It looks super fun. I would like, if there were parties, if you could go outside, I would super recommend it. But even like, you have a kid that'll eat olives, this is a hilarious way to like spice up their thing. I bake pumpkin seeds every year. Here's how simple they are. You take those pumpkins out of the pumpkin, the pumpkin seeds out of the pumpkin, you wash them, you put some bunch of salt in them, put them on a tray, throw them in the oven for like at 400 for like five minutes, pull them out, got delicious roast pumpkin. So those are my big, like most of my three appetizers that I just gorged myself on on Tuesday. Beautiful. So good. And then I put in my favorite nerd drink, which is Romulan ale, which is mm-hmm. literally an ounce of blue cacao. Curacao. Curacao. My God. You know, two ounces of vodka. And then you put like Sprite or like some sort of lemon lime soda on top. And it's, it's delicious. Very dangerous. <laughs> And I didn't have a recipe for Witch's Brew, but I realized that we already talked about Sparkle, so I don't want to. I don't want to ruin her gig. So go watch Sparkle instead of me telling she you. She will come for you. She will come for me. She will rip out all my hair. Look at this hair. I can't lose any more of it. Um, so I made what I've always wanted to make, which is the like ladyfinger cookies that are sugar ah! cookies with almond fingernails, and then this is jam that mom made. Oh my gosh! There'll be a photo on the Instagram, of course, uh, and on the website. It's raspberry chocolate bourbon jam that mom made to hold some on so these ones oh, are disgusting in a good way they're halloween i'm not like they're oh disgusting. they're so beautiful they're disgusting it's great absolutely my only complaint about them is because they're sugar cookies but there's only like jam on them no icing and i feel mm. like personally i feel like sugar cookies are like a vessel for icing so i've only done half of them like this um, and the other half, I think I might try to like coat in like a very thin layer of icing, so sort of encased mm. in icing, like a, either a light white or a light gray, and then um, do the same thing with them. But we'll see. Oh, a um, light gray would be horrific. I love it. It would be horrific. So yeah, that was, I, I just did baking. Um, so that's the only one I did. And then I will also just mention my favorite Halloween drink, which is to make sparkly black vodka. So <gasps> you get your favorite vodka or you can use gin or any, I mean, you probably could use whiskey tea, but I always do it with a clear spirit. Then you get the Wilton's gel icing. You don't need very much. Put it in your container of vodka, shake it up, and then you get the, I think it's also Wilton is the brand anyway that we have here, pearl dust, which mm-hmm. Sparkle uses in her episode if you watch the episode, uh, and you add a little bit of that in. So the black, I use the silver, the silver pearl dust. So when you shake 
up the vodka, it's dark black and it has a silver sort of swirl swirling around it. It looks sort of like a galaxy. It's super pretty. The black food coloring, I highly recommend, but I personally find that the black Wilton gel is the key. I haven't really seen any other black one, uh, black food colorings that really work, but I know you can also mix together like the droppers of liquid food coloring. If you mix, do a certain ratio of each color, you can get black as well, so. That is bad. So let's crack into our seven points of this hobby. Sure. So I am in charge of cost. I think I spent like 25 bucks on mine, honestly. It was like pretty, and that was only because like cheese is super expensive in Canada, sucks to suck for us, but like jalapenos are cheap. I, I actually went to a pumpkin patch to get my pumpkin on a date. So I got that one for free. So that was completely free. And then for my like spider pizza, like it was a can of olive, which cost like a dollar and then like eight bucks for the frozen pizzas. And I still have like four of them, four of them at home, like in my freezer. So, and I had a, like spider pizza for lunch the next day. It was delicious. Yeah. Super cost. How, how much did you, do you think yours cost? Did you have to spend anything? Um, I had to buy the almonds. So you're supposed to use slivered almonds, but Superstore was out of the small bags. They only had giant bags and I just didn't feel like it. So I I used whole almonds, which still kind of like, they worked, I think. They look extra creepy. It looks like a gnarled fingernail. It's almost, yeah, it's almost grosser, which is good. Um, The jam I already had. And the only thing I had to buy was butter, but we were just sort of out of butter. So yeah, yeah, fairly cost-effective, I would say. Absolutely. For spooky fun. Spooky. Cheaper than going to like a corn maze if you could still go to a spooky corn maze. Anyway, moving on to things that we enjoy. So talking about enjoyment, ease of use. It's a little like less applicable than I guess when we're doing a very specific hobby. I feel like we both enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Like I said, it's something I've always wanted to do. Baking is, I feel soothing in certain ways because you're really focused on your uh, task at hand. Mine was baking itself, which obviously is a little more specific you know you have specific ratios and things like that but sugar cookies are a pretty straightforward recipe so i found it pretty pretty enjoyable uh, and ease of use you eat it so great yeah it's delicious super useful there are so many different options from cutting up olives to put on a pre-made pizza to making cookies to making jalapenos etc that no matter uh, where you are or who you are your experience level i feel like you could find something that works for you absolutely super fun you put it in your mouth and like I did cooking and honestly like again I just wanted something savory but like you can be a way more loose with cooking like I was like how much cheese so much cheese in there how long does it go in I don't know try not to burn it it was perfect there you so moving along how niche was this hobby I think everyone loves Halloween and they should and if they don't I have I have words for them I think people are really enjoying baking right now, but I feel like a lot of people are doing very, like, comfort baking. Like, I'm seeing a lot of, like, peanut butter cookies, which I think are disgusting, like, banana bread. Everyone's making, like, oh, it's, like, cold. I don't even get me started. I haven't seen any fun novelty ones because I feel like they're kind of associated with, like, parties and stuff. But, like, you can party in your home with 16 jalapeno ghosts and have a great time. I would say this is a pretty niche hobby, and I think that you should try it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, I think it's not super niche in the way that some of our other hobbies are or will be. But yeah, I'm not seeing a lot of it. Uh, and I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right that people see these sort of fun novelty baking or uh, cooking options as something for a party or something for a big group. Um, but, you know, treat yourself. Treat you and your family and your little group and, and have fun with it. Next is usability and accessibility, which essentially ties into what I said in point two. 
you eating it, you're eating it. So I would argue it's quite usable. It's enjoyable and it's decorative. Uh, my spooky fingers are going on my spooky bar and they look super cute and spooky. And I, and I love that about them. Uh, and the same thing with accessibility, because there is such a range of recipes out there, you can definitely find one that's tailored to your, your level of ability, your like comfort level, and also your level of just like mental preparedness. Maybe you're not up for making a dough and then letting it chill and then rolling it. I mean, I'm not going to lie, the day that I, I made the dough one night and then the next night I rolled them out and it was kind of a rough day and I just didn't was I wasn't really sh like really feeling it and I mm. made it work and it was actually kind of good that I powered through it but there are definitely days where I just would have been like I can't handle this so that may be a spooky pizza day because you know what <laughs> I cut up the olives I put them on the freaking pizza and now it's spooky and it makes me happy and I can watch Hocus Pocus and be, be pleased with myself so exactly. I think I think that's good yeah community so I think like lots of people love baking and I think that this is one of those things that no one is going to be like, Oh, you made like, everyone is impressed. Talk, wants to talk about your baking. I shared on my, my Slack, my company has like a Slack social cooking channel. So I'm going to share it on there and I shared it with my team. Lots of supportive stuff. There's tons of spooky recipes out there. There's lots of people who want to talk about it. If you, so I'd say this is a great one for an online community. If you want to connect with someone and talk about uh, spooky baking, you definitely can. And everyone is super lovely. Big ups. Yeah, I would totally agree. I'm mm -hmm. in a couple baking groups related to other podcasts. We're still into it, but we used to be really into My Favorite Murder, less so mm -hmm. I would say now. But there, those of you who are who have listened to or do listen to My Favorite Murder you know there's like a bajillion offshoot Facebook groups. So I'm mm -hmm. in bakerinos and right now a, a lot of them are Americans. They're making a lot of F Trump things. And there has been a little bit of spooky, but not a lot. But but anytime someone does post a spooky thing, everyone gets super excited about it because it's fun and it's uplifting. And it is a change of pace and a distraction, I think, a little bit from what's going on in the broad world in general around us in mm -hmm. a way that's kind of nice and kind of fun. So it opens com uh, communication and conversation in, in a really great way. We love that. And relaxation level, again, like we talked about, baking is, it can be relaxing. It can be cathartic. I mm -hmm. did enjoy it. I, I threw on a podcast, uh, Wine and Crime, and baked and enjoyed myself, and my house smelled delicious, and they were yeah. tasty, and we are going to a very, very small bubble-esque Halloween gathering on Saturday night. Our, some of our, two of our very good friends are live nearby, um, so we're going over, and we're probably going to have you know, a cocktail or two, and maybe watch a scary movie, and I'll probably bring some of these with them to share with everybody and, and enjoy that. So yeah, I found it pretty relaxing. Yeah, I also loved it. I also put on a podcast. I was listening to last podcast on the left. Nice. And yeah, I found it super relaxing. I like it was a pretty simple recipe. Like I was thinking about the jalapeno popper. It's super simple, but it, I took my time with it. I really enjoyed it. I wasn't in a rush. And yeah, I found it super relaxing. And again, my cooking was like really like no stakes, and I love that. So next up, COVID friendliness. You gotta go to a grocery store, which is like obviously you probably are gonna go there anyways. But you can also get stuff Instacarted if you really want, or Amazon, or whatever that is to you. And the only problem with socially distancing these is you eat all of these tasty treats yourself. But I fully condone that. I think you should eat all these tasty treats yourself. Or if you're like me and you have roommates, you just kind of go, "Hey, I have a bunch of like weird spooky stuff on the counter," and uh, they'll get into it. Absolutely. Yeah, I had my groceries. And I did like the click and collect from Superstore. So I didn't actually have to go into the grocery store, which was nice. 
Uh, but yeah, I agree. The biggest obstacle is like, oh, I've made all these spooky treats. How do I share them? So you get some, some, you know, gratification from Instagram, but finding people to share them with is, is the challenge I would say, but also mm-hmm. eh, you're surviving a pandemic. Eat the cookies if you want to eat the, eat them. Eat the cheesy jalapenos if you need to, it's fine. Just have them. They're so good. You deserve <laughs> it. You're the best. Absolutely. You've made mm-hmm. the spar. Like you deserve whatever it is that you feel you need. Yeah. We love you. Um, and our unofficial point number eight is this your new niche hobby i don't know how applicable it is to this specific hobby uh but personally i will absolutely be baking in the future and more importantly i will be spooky baking in the future Uh, i honestly think i honestly think that i love this hobby like so much and i think that it actually motivated me to want to do more baking and more cooking because i find like cooking kind of tedious, but when I am doing the extra tedious thing of cutting up little eyes to put on them to make them ghosts, like, I I just love it so much. Also, Megan bought, has she decided that the jalapenos that I got weren't spicy enough, so she has now bought a variety of spicy peppers, and we're going to try making the recipe again with them until we figure out which is the perfect spice. So you made it into a game. Yeah! Exciting. A game where my butthole is a roulette wheel. Wow, that's really pleasant for all of us to know. Sorry, about. is that? Thank you for that. You're so welcome. You're so very welcome. Oh, Sina, did I tell you that uh, we got Toro bat wings? No, and I must <laughs> see a photo as soon as possible. I, I will send you one as soon as possible. Sorry, I said the segue. Is this your need? You're going to bake, maybe spooky bake. So yes, I will post. I will definitely spooky bake in the future, and I do think that even once we have a vaccine and everyone has it, and sort of things kind of return back to normal, I don't think we'll, it'll ever go back to the same way again. Um, I look at pictures of like a crowded nightclub, and it makes me like anxious, and I don't really know if that will ever fully go away. I don't know how into being in big crowded places with a ton of strangers and like whatever is is. I don't know how much everyone's going to go back to just being okay with that. Also, I'm thirty. So nightclubs really aren't my thing anymore anyway. Okay. I may go to one just once we can again, just to be like, oh, I didn't really miss this that much. Goodbye. But uh, I love texting in the corner while everyone else dances. I love paying $7 for doing it. I made for a dollar now. Anyway, I, so I do think that Halloween, I, I usually have a Halloween party anyway at, at our place and our friends come by mm-hmm. and we have drinks and we watch a scary movie and it's super lovely. And I really do love that. So mm-hmm. I think, moving forward that will be sort of the trend more than anything else with even just my friend group is going to someone's house and i am known as the queen of halloween in our friend group so i think moving <laughs> forward this is the kind of thing i would definitely do is make these finger cookies and mm-hmm. make i probably would try out your jalapeno ghosts and i and as i mentioned before i have done the black vodka with glitter before as well which everyone super loves drunk people super love things that are glittery so so dangerous wonderful. And dangerous, but, but you know, wonderful. So yeah. I think, yeah, it's my new Halloween niche hobby for sure. It's going to be a holiday all year round. I, Halloween lives in my heart every day. <laughs> Let's make spooky ghost jalapenos for Christmas and see what mom says. Yes. We could put tiny, like, tiny tomato hats on them so they look like Santa's. Oh, little festive ghosties. So cute. I think that anyway. concludes our Halloween edition of Friends with Niche Hobbies. Stay spooky out there. Absolutely. You never know when someone's going to try and normal it up. Try and bring some Christmas into this unhallowed time. 
for more information, links, or to support the show. So we will post links to the recipes we followed, if we followed any, on our website, friendswithnichehobbies.com. You can follow us on social media at, at friendswithnichehobbies, both on Instagram and at, on Facebook. And that's where we will be posting the pictures of what we made, um, our Halloween costumes. Do you have to take a picture of your mask before you go to work? And more importantly, Toro in his bat wings, I assume, we will also post yes. a picture of. Uh, and if you have any hobbies you would like us to try, please email us at friendswithnichehobbies at gmail.com. Oh, sorry, friendswithnichehobbiespodcast at gmail.com. Be extra spooky to each other. Goodbye. Bye. Blank, do you want to do that? Because it's themed. Uh, I already have my line planned out because I'm a okay, professional. Fine, so. um, don't censor me. I'm a wild thing. Don't be weak like Caitlin. Do an entire bottle of Black Shimmer Vodka. Like, what is it? What's going to do to you? It's also 2020. Like, Black Vodka just always... Black Sparkly Vodka is just always mm. on point. Like, That's everything's, the vibe. Everything's dust, but at least it's sparkly dust. <laughs> I love it. Ugh.